Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 629. A case for staying off the scale and not weighing yourself by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there with permission from the websites, of course. All right, like I've been doing all month, it's time for our holiday trivia question of the day. The world's largest stocking ever created, so you know, the Christmas stocking that hangs from your mantle, was how long in feet? Now, in my experience, most people way overestimate on this one, so probably scale it down a bit from what you might be thinking. You ready? 106 feet long. Now, if you can believe it, there are only 12 more bits of trivia coming. I can't believe how close we are to Christmas Day. So I'll have another bit of trivia for you tomorrow during our Friday Q&A. But for now, let's get right to Nia's post as we optimize your life. A Case for Staying Off the Scale and Not Weighing Yourself by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. It's no secret that I think most people could benefit from staying off the scale. In fact, I had a conversation about this recently. Hey, Nia, I was just wondering, how much do you weigh? I don't know. I haven't weighed myself in over a year. In fact, the only time I know my scale weight is when I get my yearly physical. Are you serious? Well, how do you keep track of things and know if you're putting on fat? Well, first of all, I don't care how much I weigh. Numbers don't define me. The number on the scale means nothing to me. What matters is that I like how I look, how I feel, how I perform, that my quality of life is high, and that I've established sustainable lifestyle habits. It took me a few years to learn that fact, but I'm exceedingly grateful I did, and it's time for you to as well. When you put things into context and focus on what really matters, then you realize the scale is practically meaningless. The obvious exception is for people who compete in sports that have weight classes such as wrestling or powerlifting. You get the idea. But for the average person, who just wants to look and feel great in addition to improving their overall health, the scale is not a necessary tool. In fact, it can cause more harm than good. I've covered this before, but let's dive a little deeper. There was a time when I obsessed over the number on the scale. I weighed myself every single day. If the number was more than I wanted or expected, then my entire day was ruined. Thankfully, I realized this was ridiculous. Why did I care so much about a number that didn't accurately reflect what was really going on with my body? So I stopped my daily weigh-ins and cut back to once a week or every two weeks. But you know what? I didn't feel free from that number until I put the scale away for good. A couple of years ago, I experimented with staying off the scale for several months. Well, 
though several months turned into a year because I finally realized that the number was meaningless. Because I was focusing on the things that truly mattered, I didn't need to know that number. And that brings us to why you should stay off the scale and focus on the things that truly matter. The number on the scale does not determine your self-worth, and it's a poor indicator of your success and body composition. There are a few markers you should track that are motivating and do reveal what's really going on. Marker number one, how your clothes fit. Let's say your goal is to maintain your current physique. If you're not busting out of your favorite pair of jeans, then you haven't gained body fat. Likewise, for someone who is tracking fat loss, they know they're losing fat if their pants fit looser. Marker number two, how you feel. As long as you have high energy and feel great most days, then you know things are going well. Marker number three, how you perform. As long as you're getting stronger and making steady progress with your workouts, then you know you're doing things correctly. Likewise, as long as you have the ability to do other physical activities you enjoy, then you're on the right path. And marker number four, quality of life. Building and maintaining the body you want should enhance your life, not dominate it. As long as you're following simple, stress-free, sustainable habits you can follow long-term, then you know things are going pretty well. This last point is particularly important. You shouldn't stress over food and what to eat. Your life should not revolve around a diet. Never, at any point, should you feel overwhelmed from your fitness regimen. Now, I know this sounds completely opposite of what some people preach, but it's true. You don't need a hardcore attitude, and you definitely shouldn't suffer and be miserable from your workouts or eating habits. Eating should be simple, and your workouts should be fun, at least most of the time. So that brings us to my challenge to you. Get off the scale for good. Focus instead on the things that truly matter, like the four markers I mentioned earlier how your clothes fit, your energy levels, how you perform, and your quality of life. Do this for at least two months, and I'm willing to bet you'll be ecstatic with the results. You'll probably even put the scale away for good. You just listened to the post titled, A Case for Staying Off the Scale and Not Weighing Yourself by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match. You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here with my commentary. People often ask me, do you weigh yourself every day? How often do you weigh yourself? And I'm actually like Nia, never. I never weigh myself. Instead, I use a lot of the same markers that Nia mentioned. And I've talked about this on the show before. Think about how your clothes are fitting. If let's say you've been following a different lifestyle, you've changed your exercise habits, 
you've been eating more nutritious foods, and let's say your shirts are feeling looser. Well, what that's saying is you probably lost some upper body fat. If your pants start to feel looser, you've probably lost some lower body fat. If you've gone down in waist sizes especially, you've probably lost some belly fat, which is amazing. So for me, if my pants still fit in January the way they did before Halloween, then the holiday season was a success for me. And for me, because I have a chronic condition, I really pay attention to how I'm feeling. I've tried to become more in tune with my body. And so I love that Nia mentioned that as another marker. For me, one of the hardest things to do was just listening to my body. When it told me I needed to move, I moved. When it says, please rest or sleep, I listened. And I feel so much better for actually listening and following my body. Because then it helped me perform better, which was marker number three. And overall, I've improved my quality of life, which is marker number four. But as Nia mentioned, there are some folks that may actually need to weigh themselves or folks that actually prefer to do so. And that's perfectly fine. For some, it keeps them honest. But I would just say, and Nia would probably agree, is that don't become obsessed with that number. So if it keeps you on track to weigh yourself, let's say once a week, then do that. But just don't let that number make or break you. Our body weight fluctuates all the time. You just think about water coming in and going out. It's constantly shifting our weight. So if you are someone who prefers to check their weight on the scale every so often, just be sure you're kind of doing it at the same time every day, that you know whether you've eaten every week before you weighed yourself, Do you weigh yourself with clothes on or clothes off? Do you empty your bladder? Those kinds of things can all influence that number on the scale. So it's good to be consistent so that as best we can, the number we see is as accurate as possible. All right, before I go, if you wanna meet some like-minded people and participate in bonus book giveaways and lots more, come join our Facebook group. You can search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts on Facebook to find it and request access. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. All right, that does it for Thursday's episode. I'll be back here tomorrow for my favoritest time of the week, our Friday Q&A. So definitely stay tuned for that. We are Optimal Life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember your optimal life awaits.